in our last fall episode before the Berkey, probably, I can't promise I won't get a podcast bug on Thursday or something, we talk once again with Ketzel Evans for about 15 minutes to give a final Berkey forecast a few days out. This is another way to say that we talked for 15 minutes about the weather to say pretty much it's going to be nice, but who am I kidding, everyone loves to talk about the weather this week. She points out that to get hourly forecasts from the National Weather Service, you can go to weather.gov slash forecast points. All one word. And we didn't mention that on the podcast. And I think we were both a bit confused about when the first racers go out on Saturday. Spirit of 35 is at 8.15, Elite Women at 8.30, Elite Classic Skiers, Ketzel knows this because she's one of them, as well as our chief meteorologist, yet she's so humble at 8.35, which is a few minutes later than in some years past. This is also a good time to point out that if you're an Elite Wave skate skier and subject to fluoro testing, you have to get started a bit earlier this year than before, and there's some clarifying details of that up on the blog at BerkeyGuide.com, so you can check that out there. We are here with Chief Meteorologist Ketzel Evans. I think, I don't know if I've called you that on the podcast itself, but this is the top-rated Berkey podcast. It's also the only podcast. You're the only meteorologist we've had on, so... Perfect. Uh, we've elevated you. I'll take um, it. You can, you can claim your title at the Berkey office. You'll get a pin with however many Berkeys you've skied on it for being the meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> it is Tuesday evening, and we're just doing a final check-in for the Berkey weather. And it's, it's I mean, it could be really short. I could say, how's the weather going to be? You could say, pretty nice, but that's not much of a podcast. So I think we'll go uh, a little deeper. Last time we talked, or maybe the time before, we were looking at a situation where we might have above normal temperature anomalies looking at the Berkey week. Those disappeared. Any any idea what happened, or is that just what happens when you're looking at a couple weeks out? They did, yeah. We were looking at those uh, 6 to 10, 8 to 14 day temp and precip outlooks, and they were kind of screaming above average temperatures there for a little while. Part of that story is just that that's kind of how it goes sometimes with long-term forecasting. We're starting to get a much better handle on, you know, day 4 and 5 as, start- as far as forecasting goes, but those two-week outlooks can still be kind of a stretch. The other thing to note is that they weren't entirely wrong. We did have a very above-average day this past Sunday. It was great. It was sunny. Um, We were out skiing in, like, one layer. Um, So we did experience that. It just didn't last for an incredibly long time. And the last thing that I'll mention about some of those longer-term outlooks is that it is, if you're going to take them fairly seriously, it is worth reading the discussion that goes along with them, because the forecasters will give a rating of how confident they are in those forecasts out of five. And I just went back and looked, and a lot of those that had those kind of above average temperatures were only giving a reading of like two out of five, which is below average confidence. So it's worth kind of noting that maybe there's a lot of uncertainty in those forecasts, and maybe we take them with a grain of salt or several grains of salt. That seems to make sense. And what's the temperature right now during this above average anomaly in Duluth? <laughs> I think we're in the single digits right now. <laughs> oh, you made it above zero. Okay, that's, that's yeah, good. Yeah, we're, I think we're definitely above zero right now. <laughs> I guess the other thing is that it's actually been one of the colder years in the Northwoods, um, apart from you know, a, a quick blip in mid-December in quite some time, I think going back to 2014, what kind of patterns have we been looking at that has sort of kept the cold air locked in for the most part in northern Wisconsin? Yeah, you're right. For a lot of us here in Minnesota and Wisconsin, we've experienced a pretty cold winter on average. January's average temperature here in Duluth was just 4.7 degrees 
this year and right now in February, we're sitting at just 5.3 degrees for the average temperature for the month. And so that's really been kind of a series of what has been a really typical La Nina setup actually for us um, with this colder weather descending in from the Canadian prairies. We've had a ton of clipper systems that have gone along with that. Um, so we've really just gotten these constant little blip of a clipper, brings some light snowfall, and behind that it brings gusty northerly winds and really cold temperatures, and that's just kind of kept us locked in for quite a bit of the year. So we sort of had one of those just come through, but it was maybe less of a clipper system, but definitely some snow and north winds. Why don't you describe the uh, snow that has fallen on the Berkey Trail and in the area in the last couple of days, and then we can look forward. Yeah, this past system has uh, definitely been not a clipper system, um, which is a good thing as far as Berkey snow goes. Um, we've been having a prolonged multi-day snow event up here in the North Woods. It is still going on. It has been snowing since very, very early Monday morning, and it's expected to continue through the overnight hours, kind of ending very early tomorrow morning, kind of 3 a.m.-ish. We've gotten a ton of snow out of it. It's been very light, dry snow for the most part down in the Cable Hayward area. Um, some of the last reports that I saw were kind of in the anywhere from five to 12 inch range, but some of those reports were pretty old, so we don't have a final total just yet. Um, and so we are expecting, like I said, snow to taper off tonight and then just a nice cold period through much of the work week. Yeah, we saw, if you were looking at some of the video the Berkey was posting, we saw some of the groomers pushing that snow around, maybe pushing some of it off the trail. Um, I heard that it was quite windy last weekend and there was a lot of debris down on the trail, so it's good to have snow on top of that, although it might mean they are less interested in tilling uh, up the, the sludge that is down below. Looking forward to tomorrow. Tomorrow's the open track event. We're going to hopefully get this up online before that. But the open track event looks like it's going to be on a lot of new snow and cold, but at least not more snowfall. Yeah, exactly. So like I said, the highest chances for snowfall really kind of dwindle off pretty quickly overnight. So especially if those groomers are out overnight, which I know that they frequently are, there probably shouldn't be too much new snow actually on the trail for our open trackers. However, it is not going to be warm for them. Um, definitely starting below zero in cable tomorrow, um, maybe kind of in the minus five range for some of the earliest starts. I know that those are really spread out starts kind of over the course of the morning. Should hopefully get above zero tomorrow in Berkey land, um, but it won't get very far. So probably just into the single digits. Some sun, though, could, you know, maybe pop you up to a 10, 10 degrees in Hayward. Um, so for those folks that are finishing a little bit later, you should have some sunshine and some warmer temps. <laughs> and the nice thing is that we are gaining solar ra radiation every day. So we're up to the point where the sun, even if it's 10 degrees out, can make it feel a little bit warmer. Yeah, it does a lot more. The solar angle at solar noon right now, um, I believe, is in the right around 30, maybe 35 degrees um, off of the horizon, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot more than what we had just a month ago. And so Thursday, there are some smaller events in town and Thursday looks sort of like a repeat of Wednesday with a few more clouds. 
Basically, yeah. Um, again, for anything in the morning, probably before, you know, 10 a.m., maybe before 9 a.m., it's probably going to be below zero. Um, hopefully, there won't be too much wind Thursday, which would be good for any of our ski doers, any of our Barnaburki folks. Um, so, fairly calm, but still nice and cold. There will be a little bit um, of a system passing mostly to the south on Thursday that could be bringing um, some pretty impactful weather to like the Illinois southern Wisconsin region. As far as Berkey land goes, it's maybe could drop, you know, a trace of snowfall later in the day Thursday, uh, but it shouldn't be too impactful. The one caveat to that would be anybody traveling north. So if you're someone who's traveling from, say, Chicago or Madison on Thursday to come up into Friday, you could be driving through uh, some snow, maybe some, some mixed precipitation that day. Not much of an impact for the Berkey and nothing they can't work into the trail. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it being more than an inch near Hayward. And the overnight lows we're looking at are going to be down in the sort of 10 below range generally yeah um if you have you know a night that is clearer which may happen friday night you could get a little bit colder but that's also a time when we're going to be kind of starting to warm up a little bit so generally we're thinking somewhere in that 10 below range colder up near Cable than Hayward. And that's just sort of how the terrain drains and sort of small, small scale effects on the temperature. Yeah, exactly. There's definitely at the trailhead is one of those kind of lower spots. Um, I'm sure some folks have noticed that it always feels really cold right at the trailhead there. Yeah, I've noticed that, especially waiting for that start gun to go off. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's good for the groomers because when they are able to compact that snow, it'll set up quite quickly given those temperatures. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing I'm like a little bit worried about snow setting up is that there just is not a lot of moisture in this snow. It hasn't been like off the charts dry from some of the stuff that we've seen this winter with clippers coming through, but we have been seeing snow to liquid ratios anywhere from the like 15 to one to 30 to one kind of range. So, and I was just out shoveling um, earlier this afternoon and it is not wet. <laughs> that is how I would describe this snow. So it's basically broom snow. Yeah, it easily could be if it wasn't the amount that it is. And it's and it's blowing around quite a bit as well. Yeah, we've been having a lot of drifting with some pretty strong northerly winds. So today would have been a pretty, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say miserable day to ski the Berkey because it's never a miserable day to ski the Berkey, but it wouldn't have been the greatest weather if people were skiing it today. It might have been unpleasant for some, yes. Going into the big events on Friday and Saturday, uh, looks like we're actually looking at pretty pleasant weather. Cordelope day looks colder and then Berkey day warmer. Why don't we go through that? So Friday when things are starting out around 10 o'clock at double O, probably going to be pretty nice. Yeah. Um, Cordy, like you said, could be a little bit chillier. We could still start below zero for the Cordy, but it shouldn't stay below zero quite as long as it does the couple days before warming up um, into those single digits by the late morning and then even the low to mid-teens um, by mid-afternoon, um, especially if we get some sun, which is certainly possible on Friday, um, especially down in Hayward, we could we could feel that a little bit more, see those, those mid-teens possibly. And it's important to um, keep in mind that the high temperatures that we're talking about for each day, that's probably going to be hitting at about two or three in the afternoon. So if you're someone that's finishing around noon, that's not the temperature you're going to be experiencing <laughs> in Hayward. <laughs> 
That's the uh, out, out having a beer on the lake temperature. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For, for a lot of uh, faster skiers. <laughs> yep. And then Friday night will be cold, but not as cold? Correct, yeah. So Friday into Saturday, there is a clipper system that probably shouldn't affect the area as far as snow goes. But it, what it will do is it's going to turn the wind direction around and bring a little bit more warm air from the south up. Um, and so we're going to have kind of southerly winds <laughs> Friday afternoon through the day Saturday, which is maybe not fantastic for those of us who are doing the Berkey, we'll probably have a headwind for most of the race, um, including across the lake with some southwest winds. So want to just be prepared for that when you break out of the woods. As far as the low temps overnight go, especially in cable area, we could drop down around zero. It's really going to depend on sky cover, which is one of those things that's really hard to forecast beyond about two, two and a half days out um, extremely accurately. That is. So if it gets clearer, I can see us, you know, dropping down below zero to negative five overnight. If we have cloud cover move in a little bit faster, you might stay just in those really low single digits overnight into Saturday morning. Um, and then for Berkey, I believe our first start for Berkey is around eight. Is that correct? Yeah, I think you're going to be out there, right? Yeah, my start's at 835. 8, 9 a.m. Saturday morning. We're probably looking um, somewhere in the single digits. Anywhere from, you know, maybe five to nine degrees. Again, we might be sitting in a little pool of cold air there at the trailhead, and then you might rise above that as you climb to high point. And then what's going to be pretty interesting with Saturday is we could have one of those kind of characteristic, fairly fast warm-ups that we can get in um, late February. So with those southerly winds, um, they could bring up some of that... <laughs> quote unquote warmer air um, <laughs> and we could warm up you know in Hayward by the time you're hitting noon into 1 2 p.m we could be in the low 20s um, with a high for the day again hitting in that kind of 3 p.m range possibly in the mid to upper 20s a lot of this is going to depend on sky cover which is probably like I said one of the biggest uncertainties still in this forecast so if it's a beautiful sunny day we could probably hit you know maybe 28 29 degrees by 3 p.m in Hayward um, and you're going to feel that on your skin so it might even be a good day to put a little sun screen on in addition 28 degrees in the sun will be roll up your sleeves yeah. and, uh, <laughs> especially for us up here in the north anytime it anytime it's getting yep. above 25 this winter we have <laughs> been feeling good but it will be like i said a little bit windy could little get a little bit gusty in the afternoon up into the 20 25 mile per hour gust region so that's kind of as far as like some of the biggest uncertainties go, Saturday has the largest possible max temperature range still, just because of the uncertainty regarding exactly where that clipper will be, when those winds will turn from being southwest to northerly. Right now, we're expecting them to remain kind of southwest-west throughout much of the day and not turn northerly until overnight into Sunday, which means that this forecast would probably be pretty on track. If that clipper gets a, a little bit ahead of us and those southwest winds aren't there through more of the day, it might not get quite as high. But generally, I think you can expect that if you're one of those folks that is maybe heading out 8, 9 a.m., you're going to be starting in the single digits, and then you're finishing maybe around 
noon, maybe around one, you're probably going to be finishing somewhere in the low 20s, which as far as wax goes, can be a kind of wide range to accommodate for. Might be worth putting a little something sticky under the toe or carrying it with you, especially if you're in some of the later waves. Especially for those later hills, which might see some sun and get warm. I assume the snow at the start is going to be quite cold from overnight. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have several nights of overnight um, overnight lows that are well below zero, so that snow is going to be nice and cold. It is not falling warm either. Um, you know, it's falling in the single digits and teens right now, so it's not starting warm. And the ground and the snow underneath is also very cold because it just hasn't been warm. Very frozen. <laughs> yeah, we have, here in Duluth at least, we have a frost depth down to 20 inches right now. So it sounds like the only sort of downside of this nice warm weather is that there might be a headwind. The biggest place that's obviously going to hit is on the lakes for those last three kilometers uh, where everyone gets to go into the wind. What times of day do you think that wind is going to be kicking up or is it sort of be steady or gusting at the, about the same amount all day? I think you're going to have a pretty diurnal pattern generally with this wind um, where right now it kind of looks like some of the heftiest gusts are from late morning into mid-afternoon, but we could have just kind of a fairly steady southwest to west wind somewhere in the kind of 5 to 10, 5 to 15 mile per hour range with those occasional gusts up to 20, 25 miles per hour. So especially later in the day is when you're going to see those higher winds before they taper off pretty quickly uh, into sunset. So it's not going to look like what we saw the, uh, the folks skiing in, in the Olympics or anything, but it's definitely going to be a good day to find someone big to ski behind across the lake. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to be uh, an, an Olympic tundra scene by any <laughs> means, but it might be nice to be behind someone who's a little bit taller than you on the lake. Great. And then for those people staying up in Berkeley land, maybe going to the expo, the on snow expo on Sunday, it looks like it's going to be another pretty nice day, but quite a bit colder. Yep. So those winds should be turning northerly behind that clipper system that's departing Saturday evening. Um, and it's going to cool down. Shouldn't be anything too drastic, especially if you're from up in this area. It's nothing like anything we haven't experienced uh, yet this winter, but probably lows overnight into Sunday morning dropping down into the single digits, and then we could see some some highs just in the low teens on Sunday. So it looks like we really have the pick of the week and probably the warmest day other than this past Sunday in quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Should feel good. Well, no complaints. And, and I, I know that you at the, uh, the weather service up in Duluth have been working hard to make sure that we had this weather. So um, thank you for, the, for making sure the weather gnomes were up to that. I guess have a great ski and hopefully we'll see you in Hayward. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to cross that finish line. Thanks once again, Ketzel, for the forecast. And I hope we have such an easy job of weather next year. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the podcast these past few weeks. And stay tuned to the podcast feed and or berkeyguide.com for announcements about a potential podcast party. Yes, a potential podcast party, which if it occurs, and we're really not sure because it's a rental house, we have no idea exactly how it's set up, but it sounds pretty nice, would be B-Y-O-B, where the second B stands for brats and or beer. So we'd have a grill and we'd have some fixings for the brats, but you have to bring your own brats and you have to bring your own beer because I can't feed beer to everyone who listens to the podcast. Um, we need some sponsors for that. If you're interested in sponsoring the podcast with beer, let me know. Um, that'll be on Saturday in Hayward. I'll be around town before that. Come find me. I'll have a media bib on. I'll be wandering around with a beverage and a brat. If you want to be on the post-race podcast, so stay tuned for that. And we'll have more post-Berkey podcasts coming up soon as well. Keep that fever under control. I know it's hard, but the Berkey is almost here. <laughs>